0: Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody. And welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from pursesgrowing.com. I am Mackie from the UK and joining us this week, we have Temple Grower.
1: Yes. Hello. I am Temple Grower from Treaty Six Territory, aka Saskatoon, and uh, good day to you all. Hope you're all feeling good.
2: We have Bubble Hawk. Good day, guys. Bubble Hawk here from the land of Oz. Is that it? Hey, did, did you I'm hear? Just...
0: Did you hear how TG's got this
2: whole thing lined up, man? What do you and... want? To... <laughs> okay. Look. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Bubble Hawk here from New South Wales in the land of Oz. I'm trying to work out what butter. want from to the land right of now. so in nope in ropes and drop bears and the nope ropes and we're drop not bears. in okay, Kansas anymore, right? Yeah, there <laughs> we,
0: we go. Let's see what monkey can do for us. What you got, monkey? <laughs> hey, everybody,
3: monkey down here in the southeast US, land of hurricane bearing down on us right now. So we're going to find out in a few days exactly what's going to happen here.
0: Oh, no way. So it's on the way to you, is it?
3: uh yeah it's uh the, the i letter whichever that one is but yeah it's in the caribbean and it's it's all the models are showing it hooking into the gulf of mexico and yeah. right now they're saying gaming at florida but you know what we've all learned down there in the gulf south that yeah you can say florida today and a day before it hits you never know where the heck it's going to aim so everybody everybody in the gulf south got their eye on this thing right now
0: damn hurricane hey, shit
3: is what it is man but they're looking at a cat Four making landfall sometime during the week
0: so it'd be interesting we'll see we'll see yes 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 then we have marge how's it going marge
4: i'm doing well It's marge coming at you from central canada and everybody's favorite host of bite me the show about edibles
0: my favorite host <laughs> my favorite host
4: too not the only host but whatever. oh is that why
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with winning by default That's okay too. <laughs>
0: exactly you know what i'm saying Yes, it's been a good week, long week. We have lots of forum updates going on, everybody. I'm sure members of Percy's will have seen all the stuff going on right now, and it's just uh, a few little bugs that we have to figure out and get f- sorted. But most of it is done and out of the way, and it does look very fucking nice, if I do say so myself. It's looking flash it over does. there at the forum.
2: It does. Uh, I've been I've been personally liking every post I can find. Thanks, bro. <laughs> That's much appreciated. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yeah it, it, i just happened i just happened to notice this morning when i logged in it was going through a post like four or five posts in a row that mackie had liked
0: going like hmm no it's because i'm doing it for tests you see oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. click 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 yeah, how know, long's that have... taking <laughs> only likes are for me now <laughs> <laughs> but it's getting sorted it should be done pretty soon we found the cause apparently and it is getting fixed so Don't panic too much. You'll be able to like again very soon. And we'll do a specific competition, right? When it's done and the likes are all back to normal, we'll do a competition of who can get the most likes in Mm -hmm. the next week or so. And then you win some prizes and we'll write down everybody's amount of likes that they've been given and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And... He Let you all really run free and like as much as you like. There you go. And we you, will definitely
3: you. find out if this patch they put in works. Mm-hmm.
0: I was going to say, you really, really, really want to test
3: that dev fix, don't
0: you? I'm telling you. <laughs> look,
3: it's not fixed, bro. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you, Mackie, there's smoke coming out the server over there. Can we stop yeah. this
0: now? The thing is, they've <laughs> asked me, you know, how many likes are in the database table because there's a certain table that's causing problems. You're getting a bit technical. 1000000s like, trying to... 2.2 million fucking likes across that yeah. site. It's like, what? <laughs> what? Even they were like, what? <laughs> no wonder you're having these problems, man. <laughs> uh, Facebook ain't got shit. You know what I mean? What are you about Facebook? Shit. We were side motherfuckers. But yeah, that's all being done. But anything else being good? I've got the uh, Halloween stickers as well. I've got some cool Percy's Grove Room Halloween stickers here. And the Halloween yes. logo will go up sometime in... October if you haven't seen it before, but it's very cool. And if you want to have some Halloween stickers from Percy's, then let me know if you're in the UK. Let Monkey know if you're in the USA. Or Canada. We'll get some sent or Canada, that side of the pond or this side of the pond. Exactly. Let us know.
3: These are limited Monty. edition. Uh, you know, I have some left, but they're not gonna last forever. So ask mm-hmm. now. You never know. Some on the way a to bubble as well. Sending
2: some to me. Yeah. Yes. I've, I
3: just put an envelope in. I haven't exactly put postage on it yet, but it'll be in tomorrow's post. So, yeah, heading to Australia.
2: Nice. Yeah. So, if you're from the land of no ropes and drop bears, shoot me a message mm-hmm. on Percy's and I'll get some sent out to you. And I promise I'll work on my intro. I'm sorry. It's early. All right. Just. My intro is <laughs> shit compared to everyone else's. I But get it's
0: just TG that. coming along and being all flash, isn't it? You know? Yeah. I'm so impressed with
1: myself, too, because I feel like shit. So, yeah.
0: Maybe, maybe you should do that more often. Just come up sh- like feeling like shit and then just roll off a nice intro like that. <sighs>
1: yeah. Impressive. Impressive. No, Impressive. Not worth it.
0: Not worth it. Nice. <laughs> Filmy Bob said he's already got a sticker. That's cool. Nice. Yep. Some of them already went out. I'll
3: a few cash. of them, but, uh, you know. I sent what was already sent to me, put it that way.
0: So what we were talking about this week, we've got a cannabis news and events as we usually do. And then for the grow guides, we're going to be talking about composting, how to make compost or compost or whatever you like to call it. That stuff.
3: Is there a difference, difference between compost and
0: compost? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, it's like aluminum and aluminum. And it? it's
2: just okay, one of those that. things.
4: Tomato, tomato kind uh, of thing.
2: Well, I mean, as long as you don't confuse it with compost, you're okay. <laughs> that's what I was thinking, like composting.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you, yeah, so could have, you could have a very bad time. You... Let us know oh, in the whatever. comments how you say it.
0: <laughs> 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 you know, everyone's just going to write like
3: compost shit. That's going to be a Oast. good show. I can see it now, yeah. Are you Long saying it? You're
1: on the Oost, are you? Yeah. Compost. Post sounds like fucked. <laughs> I, don't
0: know. I think it might be a British accent thing. Or... I, I say compost, right? Yeah. 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 Compost, yeah. Wait, what do you say March? Uh
4: I like every good Canadian I say compost.
0: Okay. Compost.
1: <laughs> I was yeah. like bag and
2: bag. Depends where yeah. you are,
4: I guess. <laughs> compost? Compost.
2: Right. You guys you guys over in um over in Canada, are any of you guys close to where that uh hurricane's making landfall or Marge no. is closer than me,
1: but I saw those pictures, yeah. man. They look fucked that's yeah, wild man. That's the whole, is, it, man didn't have any power like all the residents didn't have power on the whole island or something it's fucked
0: Damn. you oh, had some of that last year didn't you march
4: sir what was that
0: you had a hurricane last year and when it wiped out a lot of the power for you
4: oh uh, we had one in may it was like a windstorm <laughs> 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 it, wasn't, it wasn't anything like what they're experiencing out on the east coast right now yeah. they're going through some pretty intense shit like it's a legit hurricane it is uh yeah
3: they're on, unfortunately it's going to sound like crazy crazy talk if you, when you hear this but at least they're on the good side of the storm right you know it makes it a little bit easier for them but if, you, if you're not used to having hurricanes and if you don't have those kind of storms that go through they can do massive amounts of tree damage in areas that, ha- that haven't experienced a storm like that in a while and it really takes forever to fix that
0: just letting you no. all know there is on a ballista in the chat also says compo- compost. Yeah. Compost. Compost. I say loads of things different. You know, it's the accent. What can I say? Hmm. The, the,
3: spice of, the spice of high on homegrown. We have an yeah. international little, little thing here. You know, We
0: say things different. Wow. So, so you will hear us refer to compost and compost, and we do mean the same thing. We just say it a little bit different. <laughs> That's our disclaimer that, of the right. day. Indeed. Does Mackie go to the post office or the post office? The post office. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, I see what you did there, Twisted. Yes. Yes, I do. That's a good point. Good point. <laughs> but that's not the same Hold word. On. It hasn't got an
1: M before it, bro. Why does M imply or make it go mpost? Because it's a no. completely
0: different word then. Yeah. Well. No. Yeah.
3: I, I don't I know that one
0: two, interpretation. Mm-hmm. I just feel whatever. like I'm trying to For be cautious when North I'm America, saying compost. That's
2: compost to you. All oh, right, right, whatever, whatever feels right in your heart, Mackie. You know, <laughs> <laughs> <that's, That's laughs> right. We'll never get to the news at this
3: rate.
1: Yes, <laughs> we should really move
0: on to the news then, everybody, uh, and go talk about some shit that's happening around the world. And then we'll get to the compost bit later. I'll keep alternating to make everybody happy. Sounds yeah. good, right?
3: It sounded good that time.
0: Yeah, compost. Yeah. Oh yeah! Right, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Let's go to the news. See, even Jinx there and Dave say compost like me. So, it's like three to two at the moment here. So, more than one person can be wrong compost <laughs> <laughs> nice nice there tg uh, <laughs> i, de- I didn't realize is... this has got to be up for discussion so much is
3: that kind of like a boston pronunciation of compost or something like that compost
1: compost
3: no i think dave there that's more like a billy that's billy bonds's pronunciation there yeah oh
2: hmm right
0: <laughs> calm post <laughs> nice weird nerd <laughs> so yeah the the news and events this week we've got lots to cover I, I think i'll go straight on to the first one we had a good interview this week and it's still up on the youtube channel i haven't made it members only yet and that was with matt hughes He's the dad from the uk and his kid has epilepsy and he uses cannabis as medicine for the child. But obviously, like the majority of people who are using cannabis as medicine in the UK, they have to go and pay for it themselves from a private clinic rather than getting it from the NHS like you do with all the other medicine. But uh, there seems to be some new news coming from the UK which uh, changes things a little bit. Let me just get to that story. Uh, there it is: uh, free medical cannabis to be donated to epileptic children. In the UK, so this is yeah, it's pretty big news. This is, and I mean, I hope it actually means what it says because people are in a very much, and you know, people need this shit, man. It's a medicine. It's not for recreational use and all this shit. So it's important that it gets to them. Usually, people are paying around one thousand to twelve hundred pound a month for their children's medicine. And you know it's life changing medicine, man. When it, from all the stories we've heard, if you you all would have heard them as well, if you checked out the interviews, and when the kids start taking cannabis for medicine to treat epilepsy, that it's like a light switch. It turns me into completely it's different nice. children. So, it's a shame that people have to pay a stupid amount of money to get it. But we have scores of epileptic children in the UK are set to receive medical cannabis for free after private firm responded to a northern ireland mother's plea and this is charlotte coldwell as well she's a pretty big name in this whole medical cannabis thing in the uk just like hannah deacon is you know they're all group Mm -hmm. of people who try and work to get the medicine for their kids and these it's because of these ladies like the rules changed in the first place back in november 2018 it was a long long time ago now nearly nearly four years ago and nothing's changed but there's people who are not able to get the medicine they're supposed to get because they simply can't afford it it's a stupid price anyway charlotte coldwell from co tyrone campaigned for helpful families facing large bills for privately prescribed cannabis as they go through a lengthy application process for nhs treatment and for anybody outside of the uk the nhs is the national health service and you pretty much get your medicine for free off them you'll pay a small price like and it's only like 10 pound when you go and pick up the medicine from the, um, from the pharmacy. But it's yeah. nothing compared to 1,200 pound a month. You know, it's pretty much affordable.
1: So- I wish we had that too. We have a, you know, everybody <laughs> talks about Canada's fucking health system and how it's so awesome. But you know what? Cannabis is the only thing that's excluded from exactly like you just mm-hmm. described. Mm-hmm. I, I can't get any coverage. I have to pay. 1200 to 1500 a month for my prescription, which is why what I if, grow my own. But
0: well, if you need morphine, bro. you know That's right. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, we got you there. Anything, anything know.
1: else, motherfucker. Crazy shit. Like, shit here. Shout out to medical cannabis specifically. I, at last night, like I said, I'm feeling like shit. I had my biggest flare up with IBS last night of, in a decade. And I don't know if well, I would have made it through the night, but motherfucker, like I don't mm. wish this on anybody. And cannabis was so helpful. Uh, you know, imagine if it.
0: you didn't grow your own yet you go pay stupid money for it, man. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's
1: maddening that it's, I mean, not available mm. uh, to people that actually needed. Mm-hmm. Shit. Anyway, I don't want to fucking, I'm
0: yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it in, in waxing prophetic it's... or something. <laughs> <laughs> can't get my <laughs> but it says here in the article, now three private manufacturers have agreed to donate medicinal cannabis. And we've discussed this. There's no such thing as medicinal cannabis. It's cannabis. It's not different from anything else. It's just cannabis that's used for medicine uh, to children who are in that process. So there's still children going through the process and they're donating the cannabis medicine to those children. So I don't know if this is going to be a long-term thing, or whether they're just going to donate a month's supply or whatever. Maybe it'll say in the article. We'll carry on. Uh, Speaking to Sky News from her home near Castle Derg, Miss Caldwell said the move will make a huge difference to these families at the moment, as we are all aware, we're in the middle of a cost of living crisis, just in case you didn't know. And this is really going to relieve the financial burden on those families, even if we're not going through a cost of living crisis paying 1200 pound a month for medicine is it's you can't do it man i mean that's that's some people's wages in the uk well not not
1: unless you don't have any other debt and even then out of Mm -hmm. principle you shouldn't have to pay that but like there's no yeah nobody like i i make i don't know how much it is a month but like yeah, if I had 1200 extra dollars a month, and, and I have, I'm have, i in a pretty good situation myself, you know, like a lot of these other people who are on disability and stuff or have children, because children, you know, are a lot more expensive than myself, I feel like, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just fucked.
0: Miss um, Coldwell's son, Billy, who lives with severe refractory epilepsy, was the first person in the UK to be prescribed cannabis after his mother embarked on an intensive campaign. In November 2018, Sajid Javid, uh, the then Home Secretary, changed the law to allow patients to be prescribed medical cannabis by specialist doctors. So, and nothing's changed since then. There's three people, I think, in the UK that get cannabis medicine uh, for uh, not for free. You know, it's well, it's, no, it's, it's got I think for under 16s as well. It's free, so them guys will be getting it free. Just just three people out of we covered a couple of weeks ago an article that said it was 17,000 people in the UK using cannabis for medicine right now and getting it from the private prescriptions, which Sajid Javed allowed to happen. It's just absolutely ridiculous, man. It's just it, we're slowly moving to a privatized healthcare system here in the UK. And this is just one of the steps towards it. Yeah, anyway, I have a question. So, sorry. Yeah. Um,
1: here in Canada, we don't have the you know insurance coverage or whatever, uh, just regular health Mm. coverage for cannabis but veterans can and are covered in uh, by certain uh, insurance firms and they they do get there i think it's i don't don't quote me but it it might be a hundred percent of you know the whatever they're buying they get reimbursed kind of thing do you guys have anything like that for for veterans like with ptsd type shit
0: over there no that would be the it depends on if they're working or if they're on benefits over a certain age or under a certain age Okay. Most, most people would just be paying uh, and it's not a massive fee. It's, it's, they wouldn't have to go and buy the medicine first and then get reimbursed later on. It doesn't work like that unless it's cannabis. Yeah, It's just cannabis that has this fucking problem and it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. I can be cynical for one second. <laughs> um, really?
0: That's unlike you, TG. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like it seems like there's some good traction being made um, mm. here. And my caution and my is always my caution is with, with legalization if you guys um, hypothetically did have legalization um my experience here in canada um at least it's been a lot more difficult to get people on the medical cannabis bandwagon since legalization because mm. it's it's basically available everywhere now and the like the excuse is like why can't you just go down and the money thing is a is an issue but I feel like with legalization and accessibility, you get it it's harder to make the case for for medical.
0: Um, we had uh, we had one of these discussions with Matt the other day in the interview, and he was mm-hmm. saying that when it becomes legalized, people want to make money through the the um you know the recreational market because yeah. you have to yeah. pass less stringent tests. A hundred percent more people. Want patients, it, so.
1: They're not, you know, they're not the cash cows. they that's that's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's exactly, exactly. I know what you're trying to what you're saying. Yeah. Um, well, they, they should make about, a rule.
0: Sorry, moki okay.
3: You're saying when you do an infusion, in his case for his son, he actually needs to know the precise milligram dosage so that he can give his son exactly what, he, what it's said to be. And we were kind of talking about it many times. We were talking about it on the show. is like you go into a recreational dispenser and it may say 15% and it may be half that. And so he was saying that that's where he couldn't even grow his own was that because Mm -hmm. he has to have precise control for an epileptic child to know exactly how much medicine the child needs every time. And if it varies batch to batch, it's just not doable for him.
0: Yeah. Let's uh, wrap up this article here. Um, Billy, now age 17, receives a cannabis treatment three times a day. And his mother says it has reduced the number of seizures. He suffers from around 100 a day to practically none. And that's what you want to see, isn't it? The results. But apparently this stuff don't work. But he's doing well and it's made a massive difference, says Miss Caldwell. 90 families yeah. with epileptic children are trying to access treatment. Around 90 families with epileptic children in the UK are attempting to access cannabis treatment on the NHS, but considerable hurdles remain. They must apply for NHS funding of their child's treatment via the Refractory Epilepsy Specialist Clinic Advisory Service (RESCAS). <laughs> A process that can take as long as eight months. Oh, man. Ridiculous, isn't it? Oh, While they await for work. a decision, they face <laughs> bills of thousands of pounds for the cannabis product. In London, Maddie Barrington Amat is engaging with the NHS process for treatment of her 16-year-old daughter, Mia, who has epilepsy. In the meantime, she has, she has had to take out a loan to pay for the drugs. Yep. Crazy. This is what Matt was talking
3: about. When your child is sick like that, you'll do anything you have to do. Of course. He he stressed that. He said, anything to get your child the medicine
0: they need.
2: Mm -hmm. I was going to say, I listened to a little bit of that um, when I was doing, I was just at work and I was listening in. And um, it was saying, he was saying that he had to go to Holland or something. For a while. Um, Yeah. And he was getting it. But he was also saying he saved himself like eight grand. Or something like that, yeah, eight thousand yeah. pounds or something. Now that's that's ridiculous mm-hmm. to be out. You know, if it's yeah, like I, you you wanna you wanna be sympathetic to some companies because they're trying to do the right thing, but at the same time, when they come out with prices like that, you go really, like, is it you, you can't you can't justify it? Mm. How do you how do you justify that price, especially to people that like if you're sick, a lot of the time you can't work because you're mm-hmm. sick so you yeah. need the medication to make yourself better so how in the fuck are you supposed to earn the money to pay those yeah. those fees you can't it's not possible I, I remember getting an
1: email from tilray um maybe a couple of years ago when they came out with a groundbreaking new product that was a, a two to 100 ratio oil so it had 100 milligrams of cbd per milliliter it was pretty strong um and they needed three hundred dollars a bottle for forty milliliters, which is wow. 300 And just <laughs> recently, I've I've uh, updated my medical prescription again, and I signed up with Shoppers Drug Mart's fucking distribution thing, and they they carry this oil. Guess what? It still costs three fucking hundred dollars. And the email, exactly like we just talked about, market it toward you know epileptic children. It's going to be their fucking saving grace and all this shit except yeah. we need all your money for it. So fuck you. You can find out a dispensary for like,
4: for like under a hundred bucks. Easy.
1: Yeah, exactly. I like, I was, I just bought a shitload of stuff from the black market or the legacy market. And yeah, they had the exact same product for like an eighth of the price. Mm-hmm. Um,
4: right. And even mean, the legal dispensaries, you could yeah, yeah. buy that for like 75 bucks, maybe. Sometimes yeah. less.
1: Actually, that's a better point because like, in the last page where they had the most expensive shit, there were four oils that had the exact same ratio as them. Um, and they ranged from, like, $78 up to the max of 300 So, like, what the fuck is the difference? I make this shit at work. Literally. It's my job. I know how much the shit costs. I know it's all the fucking same. So what's the deal, Tilray? You fucking pricks.
4: Yeah, because they, they pretty much are all the same. They're using the yeah, same. Yeah, it's MCT isolate oil. or distillate mixed yeah. in
1: to a bunch of MCT. Like, I, yeah. I've done it. We do blends that we sell this stuff, you know, like
3: maddening. <laughs> yeah. I, it's, it's is maddening
0: yeah, I just hope I these them. people who make these decisions, you know, on top of preventing these children from getting their cannabis medicine are proud of themselves. And I hope their mothers are proud of them. You know, it's, yeah. it's just absolutely, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> shocking, man. It's absolutely
2: shocking. Should be so, ashamed. So TG said that you, you're making it. So yeah. What, what I don't understand is, is it the, is it quite literally the pro- because it's CBD and there's a market for it that they yeah. slap that excess on it? Is that what it is? I,
1: I don't know, to be honest. The, like, this is excessive. I, I feel like it was like the, you know, because they were the first ones to do it, even though it's not hard to do. You just blend it that strong, you know? But back in the wow. day, maybe there weren't that many processors that had the stuff you needed available to make it. So... But yeah, it's, it's so simple. Like you can, you can almost do it with fucking RSO. It's going to be a lot dirtier and RSO doesn't dissolve as well as distillate or or isolate. But it's, yeah, it's like we can, you can buy isolate here in the legal market. And that's what I said in my post about this on Twitter a while back. Just go buy fucking isolate, buy a big jug of NCT oil, make your own shit for way cheaper.
4: So much. Literally
1: that. Dumb shits, fucking Tilray. Fuck Tilray. Yeah, That's Fuck Tory.
4: Heard, you sent me stickers that Tilray stickers a while ago, TG, and you had written. Yeah,
1: well, Tilray has a shit <laughs> reputation, you yeah. know, not just because of this, but yeah,
0: yeah anyway. Yeah, so we should uh, move on to the next story as well. You know, yeah, because, yeah, uh, sorry. We've done like fucking 17 minutes or so on that last one.
4: It's enraging, though. Door. It's
0: fucking enraging, man. It's it's ridiculous that kids are having to go through this. I mean, it's one thing for the adults to have to go and go through this shit, but for children, come on, man. We need to we need change in the direction of things mm-hmm. going on here. But Monkey, you have some interesting news coming from out of the USA
2: sure
3: we'll go ahead and go, and go this way um, this comes from uh to us via marijuana moment this is cannabis is staying on the banned substances list for international athletes world doping agency announces oh um, yeah well you know I, I really didn't expect too much from this but when i saw the article there's a, a few interesting points in here that we'll have to look at and in, in light of a, a few things that have happened uh we had in the olympics we had a uh, somebody who was disqualified because they had tested positive. And then, you know, we have an athlete coming back from Russia uh, who gets detained for CBD. This seemed to be something that that we might want to look at. So the World Anti-Doping Agency has officially decided to keep cannabis on the list of banned substances for international athletes following a scientific review and the determination that cannabis, quote unquote, violates the spirit of sport. Mm. wow
4: violates sp- that doesn't sound too scientific there
0: it is look no I mean, <laughs> this is, is very why nice. i brought this
3: article <laughs> in violates the spirit of sport so yeah again here we go about why are we doing this because well we don't know why because we just decided we wanted to do it again so advocates strongly urged the agency to, uh, to enact reforms after we had uh, Shikari Richardson was suspended from participating in Olympic events due to positive THC tests last year. And in response, the organization carried out a review of cannabis as a performance-enhancing drug. But the executive committee has now decided to maintain the prohibition. Now, it should be noted here that they haven't said that THC is a performance-enhancing drug. They're saying that they're just not sure that it isn't a perform-enhancing drug. So it's one wow. of these things. So should we now include, let's say, water that we tested yeah. it? Yeah. Good it it kind of yeah. does help yeah. your performance yeah. if you drink water, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Drink,
1: mm-hmm. drug maybe, but yeah. Yeah, you yeah. if to add electrolytes protein. to those yeah. waters. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a good yeah. point. You know, well, you take vitamins and stuff because they're legal, right?
3: Yeah. Well, again, you know, it's just they, they did such a good job on building this war on drugs and all this rhetoric here that we're still fighting it. We're going to be fighting it for a long time here, though.
1: This so they're that... still excited to be able to discriminate against fucking people. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: The question of how THC should be dealt with in sporting context is not straightforward. Hmm. Interesting
1: figure it out okay. then you fucks. you know wada yeah, do your job
3: the, <laughs> wada is aware of the diversity of opinions and perceptions related to the substance around the world and even countries even within certain countries so basically what they're saying is that because some countries still consider it illegal
0: nobody can have it yeah wow well yep. so
4: let's the science comes in but no are still I mean... waiting
0: for the science bit Is that (laughs) going
3: to be that? I I poured through this article three times, and there is no science in this article anywhere. You know, the only thing that they're talking about in the entire band is the spirit of the sport. And I still don't understand what that
0: You know, it's like, have you seen footballers when when they touch each other and they fall over? Like, I'm a broken collarbone. Oh, my Jesus. I say footballers (laughs) like soccer players. You know what I mean? Is that the spirit of the sport? You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) To fake that, you bust your face open because somebody looked at you a little harshly. It's ridiculous,
2: man, the spirit of the sport. Get a grip. I mean, it just, to me, very clearly shows they've never sat around in a group with a big bowl or a couple of dabs in the middle and seen who can take the biggest one because that's a fucking sport. (laughs) That's a sport. (laughs) That's that's an extreme sport, sport, bro. Uh, Don't tell me that ain't no sport. I've been there. I've done that. Why am I sweating? (laughs) (laughs) That That was me. Definitely definitely need hydration during that.
0: Yeah. So what's the, what's going to go happen here then monkey? So uh, well, that chicken is, Russia again,
2: the, the two other
3: Russia that was, um, oh gosh, Brittany Griner, yeah. wasn't yeah, it? That's the one. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah.
0: So I suppose uh, this I has something to do with her, right?
3: Uh, well, it kind of does, but you know, this was actually in motion long before that, this was when that athlete was, was uh, barred from participating in the Olympics when she was caught with the THC residual in her, in her bloodstream. But anyway, it says two other factors that go into WADA's analysis of whether a drug has potential to enhance sports performance or represents a health risk to the athlete. So they basically, those are the two things that they still said that they need to study more. Does THC make you a better athlete or does using cannabis affect the health
0: of the athlete? Using THC makes you a better person. So it should definitely make you a better athlete too. Yeah. Uh, It'll be a shittier one
1: because it'll be like, oh, no, you can win (laughs)
0: well we should all win together
3: maybe we could tie and share the win Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) it (laughs) will actually make you enjoy the spirit of the sport which is just enjoy competing with each other Hmm. they've got it it all twisted up in this article it It (laughs) may
3: make you a little bit less competitive though you know what i'm saying there you know just like you You just don't
1: give a fuck about it yeah
3: now, the agency also emphasized that cannabis is only prohibited in competition. And the rule is enforced when the THC uh, metabolites will exceed 150 nanograms per milliliter in your urine test. So you can still use cannabis in your home country and go and be tested there if you test below 150 nanometers. Wow. So that that's kind of I don't know. Is that fair? Because. I know how it is with, uh, they, they claim like with alcohol tests, people will blow different ones depending on how your body reacts and things like that. I'm really? assuming cannabis may be similar that some people may void it out of your body faster than others. And so the concentration may be higher. I don't know. fuck.
2: It's because it's held differently. Um, so like cannabis is held in your stored in your fat cells, right? So it's oh. going to sit. And some people, if you've got a lower body fat, then... Yeah chances are that's going to flush quicker through your system than somebody that's holding more fat on their body. So you, you, and, and they, they have, they've already proven that they've already proven that it stays in some people's body longer, regardless of whether they're affected by it, it'll still, um, it'll still show up in, in different quantities depending on the person. So.
3: Yeah. So that yeah. this, this arbitrary number of 150 nanograms is really not going to not a fair test across the board. If you're going to look at it that way, Then. That... Hmm. Yeah. those nanogram yeah.
1: numbers are never scientifically based mm-hmm. you know like the one i don't yeah. even know what it is here in canada for driving but like mm-hmm. what does that mean you know pretty sure my blood is thc and i drive just fine <laughs> so. yeah
3: yeah now they also they also did go forth uh, forth and say that they are want to remind everybody that uh, the inclusion of the substance of use provision in code in, in 2021 significantly reduced the length of suspension from a, at either two to even four years suspension down to as low as one month if you're tested positive for an event like that. So what they're basically saying is, well, we're still looking at it and we're not going to punish you quite as much as we used to punish it for that, but you still can't use it. Uh now, in the U.S., Major League Baseball was a more progressive sport there in that organization when it comes to cannabis. And the league said in 2022, excuse me, in 2020, that players would be uh, not be punished for using cannabis while they were working out. So I mean, there you go. Didn't
1: <laughs> the NBA say something like that, too?
3: Uh, the NBA announced in 2020 that it was extending its policy of not randomly testing uh, players for cannabis. Uh, Did you already say that? No, that was the uh, MLB, Major League Baseball okay. versus the NBA. Okay. It's all, like the NFL is actually spending okay. money testing cannabis, uh, effective cannabis on uh, athletes recovery and uh, brain injury recovery. But they're spending the money in Canada, Canada because they can't do it in the US. So all yeah, these major sports bit. people are saying like, hey, maybe we ought to look at cannabis. cannabis and then it's World Athletes Association saying, no, nah, we don't want it.
1: Fuck yeah, you know. Like I said before, I'm feeling like shit today, but I wish kind of like I don't wish my illness on anyone. But if somebody could put on like some goggles or something and then just get into my head for five seconds, feel yeah. how shitty I feel and then smoke weed and feel how better you feel. I guarantee hmm. you, we would have legal weed in the entire world instantly. Like it's yeah. sure man, it's But we just that need would to take that.
0: politicians to feel empathy. Yeah. And yeah. they just Ooh, can't what, do that. What is this? Empathy Vulcans, you speak you know, what's this empath?
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. is that good with the compot? <laughs> yeah the yeah. <Your>
0: compots <laughs> <laughs> so, so they
3: they say they're still going to be reviewing this thing and they haven't decided to do anything yet and they even invite uh, they even reminded us that in for the super bowl there was an ad that that aired on only certain areas and this was in the u.s probably where legal cannabis was where Snoop reminded people that cannabis was a great substitution in the, in the opioid epidemic to get off of cannabis mm-hmm. I mean, to get off the opioids. Yeah. So and that right people... there
0: is a big reason why it's still illegal.
3: Well, why? Cause
0: Snoop. because <laughs> fucking... <laughs> <laughs> You know that they make a lot of money over those, um out of yeah. those Pharma's addictive stomach. opioids. Pharma still wants
3: to keep control. Yeah. Of our well, minds. you can patent
1: the plant. You... People can literally grow it at home. We can help you with this, of course.
3: Everybody um, has seeds. You can find them just about anywhere. Yeah, I mean, it grows anywhere you, you want as long as you know you do a few things. This is not rocket science. I get it, is it? but uh
1: you guys everybody that's opposed to it for monetary or other purposes can go fuck themselves you know
0: mm. yeah.
1: sorry but i'm swearing a lot today i feel it's like
0: didn't that's, even notice my TG, bad man. it's so good I'm, I'm it's probably... the australian influence that's what it is it's my bad it's all bubble huck's fault <laughs> <laughs> that just meant tt was feeling better he's I mean, you know, starting to you're starting to get honorary again God. so what story do we have from
2: australia this week Bob? do you want to tell us about that yeah so this one actually comes out of know, um, as you know we had our Mardi Gras which is the the big cannabis festival we have here every year and this year usually it's um it's at 420 but obviously we had quite a lot of rain and some really big flooding events washed away a lot of the roads heading up to um Nimbin so they moved it <clears throat> and made it a harvest festival instead uh sorry a, a what they call it, planting festival um so this year they did it. <clears throat> Pardon me. Fucking hell. Sorry. As soon as the story starts. No. Just give me one second. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just, I'm here taking the piss out of everyone else and then dying when it's my turn. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> all right. So New South Wales police have been accused of heavy handedness at last weekend's Mardi Gras festival with attendees subjected to random drug driving tests and a large presence at the event itself. Last year, New South Wales Greens MP Kate Feynman, called on the state government to investigate the force after she was subjected to a random drug driving test during the event. This year legalized cannabis WAMP, Dr. Brian Walker. So he was the one that was supposed to come on and didn't. Don't know what happened there. I'm still sending emails. Uh, Anyway, he was in Nimbin to speak at the festival and he was one of the ones that was targeted. Uh, Writing in his weekly email, Dr. Walker said, considering the vague and questionable manner in which drug testing for cannabis is handled across Australia, I have serious doubts about the randomness of this test, as does everybody else. How dare he accuse
0: Uh, the police of being crooked?
2: How dare he? Uh, he He goes on to say, indeed, it was so random. I think everyone coming in and out of town, including locals going to do their weekly shopping, got the same heavy handed treatment. He added, as in recent years, it was a shame to see the over the top police presence extended to the festival itself. This was very much at odds with the Nimbin's peace-loving community and had, who had gathered with many others to attend a lawful event. Uh, the unnecessary presence of officers caused undue stress for both attendees and the police themselves. It would better serve the livelihood of individuals in the police force if their duties didn't extend to babysitting attendance at a peaceful and respectful event like Mardi Gras. Um, before the event, organizers advertised for drivers to ferry people to and from the festival site rather, rather than risk their license. So I saw a lot of this um, actually on Facebook on a few different Facebook groups and they were talking about getting people who hadn't smoked or were willing not to smoke in leading up to it so that they'd be clean to be able to drive all the way up to Nimbin and back and be able to get through because they knew full well there was going to be roadblocks and there was both sides of Nimbin. There was no way you were getting in or out of Nimbin without being tested. So it's, and this happened last year and I dare say it'll happen again next year unless we get some sort of change. Um, although one thing I will say in the last couple of days that I, I there hasn't been much of a news story other than, um, than they covered a little bit of it on on some of our main media sort of news stories and stuff like that. Um, they were talking about the the prevalence of it now and how quickly it's become more socially accepted as a medication so i think now that a lot of now we're starting to get a bit of a ball rolling and people are starting to look at it and go like if if you can drive on methadone you can drive on opiates you can drive on benzos and they clearly affect you more than cannabis does why are we still um doing this to to medicinal users because it's, it's more like no one's saying, yeah, go get blasted off your eyeballs and drive around. That's not what we're saying. That's not what anybody wants. What we want is fair. You know, if it's if it's okay for someone to be off their face on an opiate and we know that cannabis doesn't affect you the same way, why are we still locking people up and and taking their license? And, you know, especially in rural areas where mm. it's, you know, 30 40 kilometers to to get to anywhere and public transport all but doesn't exist so how are people supposed to go about their lives when they've been legally prescribed you know what i mean so i don't know it's just one of those things here that it's the same fight constantly it's the same rhetoric constantly so Mm Yeah, it's crazy yeah, sorry, shit, man. Put, sorry to put a downer on everything. You, but, you uh, said that there was
0: going to be problems at this event though, didn't you? On the last show. I knew. Yeah, oh yeah. You, you yeah, said we uh, we'll hear something throughout the week and bring it up for next week's news. And here it yeah. is, everybody. Here it is. Yeah. It's just yeah. to be expected. It's just fucking ignorance, man. It's just
2: ignorant, just ignorant, blank, ignorant. Blank, ignorant. Blank,
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking stupidness, man.
2: I don't uh, know, man. I think, yeah, look, and I mean Mardi Gras it's it's such a great festival they have plenty of plenty of vendors there they've got and they have um a lot of yeah Outlawed pagan sorry just said he saw reports that people used it for pain drove better in tests after use the one thing i was watching last night that came up they were saying that they they can't distinguish between someone who's impaired versus someone who's not or that it's extremely hard for them to do that because there's no real distinguishable difference between because someone there's shitload
0: of drivers who don't smoke weed, who are just shit at it. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is part of it. Yeah.
2: But the other, the other side of it is that they're also saying in some, in some instances, it makes some drivers better, uh, especially ones that have things like epilepsy that would that, that suffer from um, epileptic fits and things like that and they're quite they're okay to drive with their epilepsy and they may they may have a fit at any point in time mm-hmm. but the cannabis prevents these fits yet they can't have the cannabis and drive so they can't have something that makes them a safer driver because yeah. if they do they're going to lose their license that's you know how what I mean?
1: it's i get these spasms and it's probably in everybody's best interest if i don't have them while i'm driving yeah. and cannabis abates them big time you know yeah. but it's a leap for me to smoke them and- or have marijuana in my system or whatever the fuck it's It's, yeah i
2: i I think a lot of it again comes down it's the prohibition thing it's just you've had all that all the the negativity shoved down everyone's throats for Mm -hmm. years on end um people can't see reason like they don't want to see reason they don't want you know you don't want to be told that they were being lied to because then yeah. you've kind of got to admit to yourself that you were lied to and nobody wants to know nobody wants to admit that they've been taken for a ride you know what i mean but
1: the, um and the the uh equivalence of alcohol and and cannabis because people who don't use the stuff or have some sort of bias against cannabis i feel like they kind of equate the two you know where they're not at all the same clearly yeah. And that comes into play too because they're both drugs and they're both, so therefore they both fuck you up. And, but alcohol far more dangerous. And other opiates too and prescription shit and almost yeah. any other drug, you know, basically.
2: Yeah, it's just it's just one of those things that then we're going to have to continually fight this. Um, and I, I really, I think it's, it's, it's time. Eventually we'll get to where we need to be but we're still gonna we're gonna have to fight for it, mm-hmm. you know. And it's it's just sad yeah. that it, and it, it even even issues.
0: after it's properly legalized, man. Somebody said yeah. in the chat there, it's just the start of the battle. TG yeah. and, and Marge out there in Canada have been
2: legalized for a long time, but it's still shit for them. They've still got loads of hurdles to jump through. You got yeah. you know, They're still fighting the same fight we are. You can't. You, you, you're gonna have troubles. You get pulled over. You you lick because you guys use the same tests we do. Um, yeah. you get pulled over. You lick that test. You're just as fucked as we are. You know what I mean? Like it's it's and it's legal there. So it's just like for me, I've got a prescription, it's legal for me to have it. I get pulled over, I'm screwed. It is what it is. You know, I've I've now I've got to work around that in some way, um, which is a pain in the ass because if I know I've got to go somewhere that there are chances I'm gonna go through a stop or checkpoint, I'm I'm going to need to stop smoking um and and make and, and i can't i can't do that then i can't sleep then what's the point i'm in pain i can't sleep so i'm you know, worse behind the wheel
1: you know oof. i just don't give a fuck i just do it's obvious I mean, we yeah. all, <laughs> you know, it's the best so way like, man. What you're supposed to do you know mm-hmm. um, i don't have the time nor the patience to fight this in like court and shit nor do i want to sit and argue with police because that always goes well so yeah i don't know you just my way of doing it is just I don't fuck up. And when people ask, they're, I'm, you know, they find out later that I'm always smoking weed. And they're like, I leave it to them to put two and two together that that guy's like yeah. one of the most reliable, good, you know, like good at his job, all this shit. <laughs> he also yep. smokes weed. Wow. It's kind of shit.
2: It's yeah, a how miracle. Long smoking, how, how long have yeah. you been smoking weed for? And you're like, the best part of 30 years, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So,
0: yeah. So we have another news story. Do you want to do yours now, March? I can't put yours up on screen because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, are, I know. Are you after... subscribed to the Sunday Times or something?
4: Uh, no, I'm not. But I am subscribed to like a news service on my Apple phone that allows me to see it.
0: Wow. By, by
4: the time I realized that... You uh, are
0: supporting the legacy media, March.
4: <laughs>
0: Bad. Terrible. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> and yet and yet they're publishing stories like this which is kind of interesting and maybe mm-hmm. a bit of a palate cleanser from all the all the uh, sad stuff we've been talking about today so this one comes out of the sunday times maryland police station pot parties give officers a stoner's point of view Now, when I first read this, I actually thought it might be the officers who were smoking weed, but alas, it is not. That would have been cooler, but (laughs) (laughs) it's not really how they're doing it. But uh, the first time Deanna Schultz was invited to smoke cannabis at a Maryland police station, she was nervous. And you know what? I can understand that. I think I would be too. So the Montgomery County Police Department were holding a pot party in a tent that they had at the back of their headquarters, and they even had drinks, crisps, or potato chips, as everyone else likes to call them, mm-hmm. and pizza. Uh, they could not supply the cannabis, so what? Because it's uh, prohibited under federal law, so all the participants had to bring their own.
0: Uh, so why how fucking uh, fucked up is that uh, like you get a call a like you want seat. to come to the come to the police station here and smoke some right, <laughs> you have to bring your own though <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
4: i think this whole thing is kind of interesting because it's sort of like it's an interesting way for them to sort of explore this i guess and it might be nice if more police Uh, departments would do this kind of thing but volunteers basically would bring their own edibles joints blunts or whatever else that they were going to be smoking or eating and they were reimbursed for this as well and it says here that the Maryland has allowed the medical use of of cannabis since 2014 and in November they're going to be deciding whether to make recreational use um, legal as well so they decided to allow police officers i think i guess one of the big things that they're talking about which is sort of relevant here is how to identify someone who's unfit to drive under under the influence of cannabis so they invited members of the public to get high in front of police officers and then they would be asked to perform a series of sobriety tests
1: Hmm. Um, that's a really good idea actually right
4: and this woman deanna schultz was saying the cool thing is that they pick you up she's a manager at a medical district (laughs) in the city she said they have a squad car come to your house and then they drive you home.
1: That'd be um, hilarious.
4: <laughs> I know. Can you right? put me
1: in cuffs too.
4: They push your head push down as you get in the back seat. But she said it was hard to relax the first time she lit up a joint in front of a group of police officers. Yeah, no shit. Uh, <laughs> she said she's been smoking since she was, uh, since before it was medical, and she's always had a fear of the cops. Well, Fuck this, yeah uh, applies to most people <laughs> who smoke weed um Hunger. officer jamie derbyshire who runs what the department calls its green lab program said the police had discovered at their first event it might be better if they are not in uniform
0: mm-hmm. let's say that that's mm-hmm.
4: pretty pretty
2: good <laughs> imagine yeah. sitting
0: there in the room there you just have to like a joint he's got these 10 people in police uniforms just looking at you <laughs> Because yeah, they would uh, be looking at you, too. It's not like, that. we'll just go and do our own thing. We'll come back and check on you in 10 minutes. You know. No, they're all going to be sitting yeah, go there ahead. watching you. Light it up. Go not do it. I, do it. Lay it, it up, buddy. Come on. There, there yeah. The young
4: volunteers went into shock at the sight of the blue uniform and went and locked herself in a bathroom. And it yeah. took her uh, a little while to get out. So, Fucking hell. <laughs> so, yeah, the uniforms, you know, it make, kind of makes sense that they would, like, Get rid of the uniforms and just wear plain clothes for this particular thing. But I guess they came to the same conclusion. So Schultz remembers feeling nervous about having half a dozen men in her case and no women staring at her intently, being like, How do you feel? What's
3: going <laughs> to hey, and, baby, uh, how you feel?
4: Right. After a while, she began seeing it from their perspective and that they're just people, which is also true. But then it also appeared to her that they were completely clueless about cannabis, which makes sense to me because i guess a lot of the officers it's been illegal and they're saying that they drank Mm -hmm. a lot one of them said they drink like a fish not necessarily good to hear but um you know see what i mean
1: though about the equivalency of booze and cannabis Mm -hmm. Though this is really good i like this yeah
4: yeah they staged the event inside a tent and the doors were closed and she felt obliged to warn them that the smoke could affect them too (laughs) So she's to the big hotbox, the tent. Yeah, Uh, that's what I'm thinking. (laughs) She said it's a big learning thing for them. And she was surprised that officers in their 40s had never tried cannabis before. Um, One officer, in her view, was definitely curious. And she suggested (laughs) instead of a computer driving simulator that the police should test the cannabis users on go-karts so they could get a better sense of how smoking cannabis could affect people behind the wheel, perhaps and i just thought this article is pretty interesting because it's sort of a, a outside of the box thinking i guess for mm. a police department to sort of get inside you know see how pe- people are affected by smoking cannabis or eating edibles or whatever and and maybe they should consider well maybe they shouldn't i don't know whether the officer should be smoking it or trying it themselves cuz then they might get the a weird gear that, that
0: just a little hit just a little touch of that shit you know not too much right. cuz they'll be getting all paranoid and anxious and shit and right just a little hit on that
4: man. yeah
1: i wouldn't think that's think, man, um, most
0: people should should do that before making the judgments against yeah, wouldn't people
3: you, wouldn't you think of it was a, if a newbie never ever had it before just one or two hits is going to put them in, in i mean it to the moon they would yeah. probably think that everybody gets that high yeah right.
1: that's what i was thinking
4: yeah yeah so maybe that's not the best idea but just the fact that they could like talk to people who are smoking weed you know see how it's affecting them all that kind of thing would probably give them a a whole different perspective that they're not completely impaired and probably volunteer you know yeah well the program would need volunteers like you I mean this woman there that was being quoted throughout the article you know was saying it sounds like she's been a long time cannabis user so those are the kinds of people you want in this these types of you
1: would want the kind of I think a spectrum of, of everyone being you know kind of like here's somebody who doesn't smoke a lot and this is how it makes them kind of feel, you know, you get right. some people just staring at the fucking wall for four hours. Um, <laughs> right. There's some people that are just won't shut up because they get so talkative, right? That's, yeah. that's you know, I if like I it, actually exhibit yeah. any symptom being really high, it's I get really talkative. Um, but that's not a, really an impairment thing, I don't
2: think. Depends on the weed, to me. Mm. Right. Yeah. It does well,
4: highlights just like... the nuances too.
2: I just yeah. like the idea of the go-kart thing. I'm just, just <laughs> imagining too, everybody everybody lined up, you know, big cannabis cup thing. And then, <laughs> no problem. Listen, <laughs> little
0: yeah. if little go go-karts with
2: lights and sirens. Like... If they're, if they're <laughs> buying the tickets,
3: high-end homegrown crew will come play go-karts with you all stone yeah. and you can watch mm-hmm. us. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I like
1: think you mean Mario Kart. Yeah. Real Mario Kart.
0: You know what I'm
2: saying? Real like Mario Kart. Mario be real. you get a pound you win a pound at the end and it's (laughs) (laughs) in and the police
0: smoke with you (laughs) can i put a
3: smoke screen on my cart you know with the leaf blower with the with the weed on it so
2: (laughs) (laughs) we can all put one on our carts man (laughs) instead of oil slicks it just drops buckets of rso out the back
3: (laughs) (laughs) sticky sticky sticky
2: Yeah, uh, that's funny.
0: Yeah, we better stop now because that's like giving people ideas for games and they're going to make it. And yeah. we won't get any copyright <laughs> off that shit. That's ours now. That's, that's, that's it, an man. epic version of Mario Kart, man. Damn. <laughs> At least the race on Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> that's
3: Mario Kart meets Squid Games, man.
0: Nice. Right. <laughs> so we have a news article from TG too, right?
1: Yeah, I'll you know, blast through this. Uh, but it is actually pretty important. Um, and it ties in well with what Bubble Hawk was Opining about uh, in terms of um, actually looking and making you know quality decisions based on evidence and stuff in terms of mm-hmm. uh, shit when it comes to cannabis, and so the government of Canada. Uh, this is from the actual government of Canada website, Canada.ca. Um, it's from Health Canada because they're the body that manages cannabis stuff. So the government of Canada launches the legislative review of the Cannabis Act which is, um, it was actually due last year. Uh, In the act, when it was initially written, there was a part in it that said it had to be looked over in three years, basically. That three years came and went last October. Um, And they're, I don't know, they didn't really give any reasons why they delayed it so much. But finally, they've Because
0: of that whole C word, isn't it?
1: Maybe, you know, yeah, probably that had a lot to do with it. And uh, yeah, but um, either way, it's out now. And uh, it's, you know, I, I approach this with, with optimistic trepidation, I guess, if that makes sense. <laughs> and uh, it's going to look at a few different things. Um, the economic, social, and environmental impacts of the act, basically how cannabis, you know, affects those three uh, factors being legal here. Progress towards providing adults, providing adults with access to strictly regulated lower-risk cannabis products progress made in deterring criminal activity and displacing the illicit cannabis market, the impact of legalization and regulation on access to cannabis for medical purposes. That one I'm most interested in. um, Impacts on indigenous peoples, racialized communities, and women who might be at greater risk of harm or face greater barriers to participation in the legal industry based on identity or socioeconomic factors, as well as uh, the impact of... uh, cannabis on the health of uh and consumption habits of young people on indigenous people and communities and this is the one that has me like you know doing the people's eyebrow super crazy high here my eyebrow is raised to the fucking roof the impact of cultivation of cannabis plants in a housing context so they're gonna look at you know home grow is it viable is it okay and it's like i <laughs> You know I'm not gonna get into ranting and stuff, but we all know that home grow is is just fucking fine. You know, we we have home grow across Canada now for four years. The country hasn't burned down. I invite any government official to come to my house and look at my home grow situation and study it and blah blah blah. You know, I don't know why they're still on this part. In my opinion, it's just like it's the it's a money thing, you know, they don't want people making their own shit. But
3: is, it a, is it a common thing over there to hear in the news, like a house burned down from a fire started in a grow or something?
1: I've never heard it. No. Never.
0: I would
4: say no.
1: Not even butane stuff. Like one. I couldn't think of one off the top of my head a number of years back in Toronto.
0: What about well, a house one? fell down because the structure was infected with mold?
1: Never. None, None of this shit. Mm. Obviously. Mm. you know. And I mean, <laughs> there's other factors that they consider. You know, They think that little Johnny is going to go down into my garden and grab a fucking bud and smoke it and get fucked and then die or something with which cool. yeah anyway so <laughs> i don't know what they're going to be looking at because th- this this is pretty vague in terms of the because it's just released and stuff and uh you know um i don't really have a lot of confidence in bureaucrats making decisions about this stuff but they do have um, a couple links on the uh on the website here that you can as a Canadian, you can give your input as to how things are going, which I highly recommend doing if you're a Canadian
4: Ooh, um, do that.
1: And then, yeah, if you're a First Nations Inuit or metis people person, um there's a separate survey for that uh, aspect as well. So yeah, um, the more people that contribute to this, especially from you know, the, the grassroots level, not just a bunch of stakeholders and and fucking LPs and businesses and shit, the better, because it ultimately it affects us, not them. And, uh yeah, the more, you know, voices we have, the better. So, mm-hmm. yep, we'll see. We'll see. So, yeah, yes. I don't know. It's good. I think do, it's do, do you at think- least they're...
0: It won't go backwards, do you not think? It, they won't be like, oh well, we obviously made a massive mistake here by legalizing cannabis.
1: No, I don't think so. I mean, I didn't, I haven't really thought about it too much. I only read this a couple of days ago, and then yesterday I was just out of commission, so I didn't think too much about it. But mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to do anything major, like looking into medical. I I'm hopeful that they'll maybe remove the fucking tax off of the medical marijuana because <laughs> we still have to be we're still taxed on the
0: shit maybe it's very optimistic you know. i'll be there tg yeah i know but i like your optimism you know, yeah did you know income maybe. tax was initially just a temporary thing and yeah, it was, it was yeah. like world put war, there yeah. after world war one it was to help mm-hmm. pay for things and you know yeah we're still paying it so once tax is there it does not get removed that's just the way it is yeah
1: yeah um yeah. I'm, I'm not paying confident taxes, but... i mean it doesn't matter to me so much because i grow my own but for everyone else that can't, I yeah, it's bullshit. And there's a number of other things that need to be improved, access-wise. Like I think we should be able to have like some sort of card that you could just go to any dispensary, and then buy the shit, and then you just get reimbursed somehow, like you know, or mm-hmm. you get a, a lower price, and then the dispensary will get reimbursed through Health Canada, or you know, they they have these things here with other programs. But there's lots of uh, things to look at. So again a good reason to uh get your opinion heard and and do these these surveys but um... even if
2: even if it's just to save save face in the dispensary itself surely they could do like what we have here with with medicare so medicare is like our um kind of like your your nhs so it's it's our free healthcare system but it's you know it's basically you get a rebate so you still got to pay some um, yeah. You get a little bit back, right? But yeah. you go and you swipe your Medicare card at the, at, or they take the info off your Medicare card, and then they bulk bill you, so you don't necessarily pay on the spot. Why couldn't they do that in dispensaries where you get your medical card? And if you've got a medical card, it's got a little scan chip on it or something. You yeah. go in, you swipe your card, you get a discount or it pay it just pays for it, and then it, you know, they get reimbursed by. The health system, or whatever that happens to be, like, yeah. I don't. It, it can't be that hard to to enact it's, it, if you know what I mean.
1: It's not because it exists here. When I go to the dentist, that's exactly what happens. I show them my little oh. card. They type in the number. They're like, "Oh, you have one hundred percent coverage. We'll see you in six months," and then yeah. the insurance company pays the dentist. Everything's good, you know.
2: Yeah, it's just because um, it's just because it's cannabis is a problem.
1: Exactly. yep, Exactly. And I, I, back in twenty fifteen, when I worked uh, at a different uh, job. I actually did fight for with my insurance company to try and get it covered which they never never came through with but you know um it's it's a very very long fight for that you, you can use your health spending account which is like this sometimes if you work for a good company they'll give you this extra bank of money that anything that is tax deductible in terms of like medical stuff or anything in general really but um like stuff that isn't covered by the regular health system um, but it's still tax deductible, so you can claim it on your taxes at the end of the year. Cannabis does qualify for that. So you can use right. your health spending account. But generally health spending accounts only are about seven hundred five hundred to seven hundred dollars a year in my experience. So it only you know, oh. it would last me a quarter of a month or three quarters yeah. of a month.
2: Yeah, so, sweet sweet for goal. In other words I'd rather have <laughs> eyeglasses too, you know, for, compared to an ounce. Well, yeah. That. Yeah, I suppose if you're gonna use it for other things it becomes a yeah. yeah there's no point in trying to use it for for cannabis yeah yeah
1: so these kinds of issues hopefully they'll look at and uh but
0: you know i'm not confident and ultimately i'm pretty it's better to reserve any kind of hope and then you'd be more uh happy if it does happen yeah. You're like, oh no way they actually did the right thing yeah but that's not likely so we'll quickly well, move on to this uh, forum and podcast news and then we'll take a break because Monkey has a little something special lined up. Uh, the the ah. site is doing well and it looks very nice, as I said at the start of this. Go and check it out. Have a look. You, you'll no doubt love it. Sign up to the forum if you haven't done that already. Uh, but just the like things is an issue right now, but we're solving that. Uh, yeah, on so Friday, just make sure
2: you jump on and like everything. That's,
0: yeah, that's, yeah. Um, But but don't because it just <laughs> slows the site down for everybody. No, don't listen to me. Don't listen to It's a bad influence. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put beeps like over all of story. that. I'm not even gonna edit it out. I'm just gonna put beeps. Beep, beep. It's gonna sound like Morse code. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then don't forget for the patrons. Um, on Friday, on the last Friday of every month now, we we'll do a Zoom session. So if you're free on Friday at 9 p.m. UK time, which is 1 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, am I right?
3: uh 4 p.m east eastern time yeah that hmm. would be yeah whatever three two one specific yeah. so yeah. if you
0: ask google <laughs> yeah that's google. the easiest way to do it it's 9 p.m british summertime bst is the time zone right now that's what basically time is our
3: regular time
0: mm-hmm. our normal time yes. so come and join us in the zoom room It'll the link to the zoom room will be in the patreon section of the forum and you'll be able to find it there if you want to come and join us so if you're free, no topic, just a session, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: visit, talk, ask questions if you have them, whatever you want.
0: Yes. You know, you change your name to your forum name. Uh, anonymity is important. So don't risk your security. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see you there on Friday. Um, and if you want to be a patron then just head over to slash Percy's Grow Room and you'll be able to find us there. So, but no pressure. We're never any pressure. We better even mention it nowadays. You know, it's there if you want to support the show. It's nothing major. If you can, that's cool. If you can't, that's also cool. The best thing you can do to support the show is share it with somebody. Subscribe. So, that's a big thing. Yeah. I think that's the news. And there we go, everybody. That was this week's cannabis news and events. If you see any news articles that you'd like us to cover on next week's show, then please feel free to email us at highonhomegrown at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching high on homegrown and you can send us a message there. Or you can also find us on Percy'sGrowroom.com in the forum. You can message me, Monkey, or Bubble hawk with any news stories that you'd like us to cover on next week's show, and we'll happily do that for you. So if you see something, let us know. But in the meantime, it would be awesome if you could share the show with somebody you think might appreciate it. Uh, That's the best way we can help the show grow because a lot of the algorithms on social media and YouTube won't push us out too far because we're cannabis related. So we rely on the community, which is you guys, to help the show grow, to get more listeners in and to get more people growing. So please share the show if you can. But of course, don't do it if you think it's going to compromise your security or get you any get you in any trouble or anything like that but thank you very much as always for downloading and listening to the show we massively appreciate you being here every week and i hope you're enjoying the show as well we'll catch you on wednesday for the interview and of course on friday we have the grow guides which is all about making your own compost or compost whichever way you like to say it. same thing just different way of saying it so have a great week everybody we'll catch you on wednesday for the interview and don't forget Uh, if you're a patreon of the show there'll be a live zoom session for you to come and join us and come and chat some shit with us at the end of the week on friday so hopefully we'll see you there but for now that's it we'll catch you on the next one have a good week everybody goodbye